All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. I am your host, Asia Abstin, and I have got a guest that I have been begging to get on this show for, I don't know, how many months have I been in your DMs? At least three. Yeah, it's been a few. (laughs) At least a few. Y'all, listen, when I tell you that I like to come with the fire for this podcast, I am diligent. I am in these people's DMs. I do the dirty work so you guys don't have to. I have Turdon Debo with me today. The clubhouse champ, the six-figure business scaler, is in the building with us today. Welcome to Dawn. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad I finally made it to the podcast. And I love right? the name, Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying. Period. I want people to like know what I'm sometimes. on from the, t- from the top. You already know. Like, I need a glass <laughs> yes. of Classe Azul and I need a big old check. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> they already know what I'm about. Okay, so for the people who don't know you, for the people who are not on Clubhouse, for the people who don't have a six and seven figure business yet, tell them who Terdon is and why they need to know you. Sure. So I am Terdon DeVoe. I'm the CEO of Creative Thought Solutions, which is a um, coaching and digital marketing agency. I basically I help industry experts and um, digital to to be able to combine digital marketing to their thought leadership so that they can explode their businesses past the six figures. Usually when someone wants to get to the next level um, as creatively as possible with as much support as possible uh, and, and, and do things in a way that they've never done it before, they come to me. And so I help them with that. I help them to get to those revenue goals. They nicknamed me the profit coach. I haven't really, um, I haven't really used that name, but my clients are just like, no, you are the profit coach because you're going to get us to the money. <laughs> Ooh, honey. Y'all can already tell why she's on the show because she's going to get us to the money. Like that's all I needed to hear. The profit coach. I like that. I vote that you stick with that because that's got my spidey <laughs> senses tingling i'm already you know i'm hearing the shopify clicks and i'm hearing the the sam cart i'm hearing the stripe go off (laughs) as you said that i like that i like that a lot before we get into the money though we need a cocktail every week i ask my guests for the get drunk cocktail of the week what do you sip on when you've had a six-figure sales week what do you use to congratulate? Tell me what the cocktail is this week. Okay, so um, a lot of people don't know this about me. Um, I love it, an exclusive. Like, honey. Tell me. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that I'm like a certified hippie. I am all things like I, I hug trees, and I'm, I'm <laughs> actually I got my um, my book up there, medical herbalism. I'm studying to get my oh. certification in it. And so I'm just all about just being able to use natural things for the body and for for pretty much everything. And so I discovered that uh, mezcal tequila, it it acts as a medicine in the body as opposed to a toxin because all the other um, like 
liquor is, is more like a toxin in the body. So mezcal tequila with lime because lime it makes the body alkaline and it helps clear a lot of things out of the system and it gives your body a big boost. So me, I'm just, a, give me straight up mezcal tequila with a, with a splash of lime and I'm good to go. I like, you know what? I like that. I like a cocktail and I like a cocktail with a philosophy. I'm here for it. <laughs> it's a deeper meaning. Like, let's get into it. I am not mad at that at all. I'm not a mezcal girl. It gives me like ashtray vibes. It's too smoky for me. Yeah, I know. A lot of people say it's too smoky, but like what it like for the body though, it, it, it works. It's worth it. And the, bu- the body and the buzz. Period. The body and the buzz. Ooh, I should trademark. I like that. Wait a minute. Write that down, somebody. <laughs> the body and the buzz. Let me go by that domain. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. All right, y'all. You heard it here first. Not only as mezcal and upper, but it is upper good for the body. I am here for it. Absolutely. That's how we celebrate those big sales days. So let's talk about the big sales days. Um, you're not just a business coach but a business growth coach. And I remember reading that about you and I thought that was so intriguing because I need to know what that means. Like, what's the specification? How can I, what what does that mean between just being a business coach and graduating to a growth coach? Well, so with business coaching, some people can, you know, with business coaching, people can give you a lot of um, theories. They can give you a lot of uh like different strategies in terms of, you know, basic things when it comes to, you know, starting a business or um, how to, how to get it off the ground. But when it comes to growth, it required what, what gets you one place is not going to get you to another place. What gets you to six figures will not get you to seven. What gets you like actually scaling your business is a whole different type of strategy and it's more on a high level because now you're dealing with you know six figure problems that you know that you need to solve you're dealing with um is the team that you're hiring is it more uh task-based team where you have to micromanage them or is it an outcome-based team where you can let them go and let them do their thing and they get you to those um those particular goals that you set and so when it comes to actually growing a business and scaling a business, it requires um, not only the the work that it that it requires technology wise or the systems that you're setting up, the processes that that are in place, um, the strategy that is in place, but it also requires the inner work, the mindset, what the mindset that you need to have. Because sometimes we feel like, okay, I feel worthy enough to make five or ten thousand, but I don't know how I feel about making a hundred thousand a month. Ooh. And so, like the the amount of growth that is needed inwardly has to match what you're doing doing outwardly. And so I take that approach. Um, a lot of my clients don't even realize like, oh, this is more inner than it is outer, <laughs> like to even grow my business. And so, um, and so because of that, I, uh, and, and that's another thing too, a lot of coaches, they're bleeding while leading. So I do my own inner work <laughs> and I make sure that I'm growing um, because no one can, it's the law of the lid. No one can go above where they, they haven't been. <laughs> and so I go the furthest so that I can then coach my, my clients. Like if I can do this with no excuses, then I can pull you up so that you can also get to here and surpass me. 
Mm, that was major. I you you really smacked me in the face with uh bleeding while leading. Like, <laughs> honey, the blind leading the blind. Like somebody can't coach you to a level they have yet to hit. So I think that that is really major and key that you're Absolutely. saying that you're doing the work ahead of time. You're making the journey for them so that things are easier when they get there. And even in my own business, I got launched down. I got money making down when I, I'm right. not ready to graduate because I don't even know what it's going to take me to get there. I accept right. that I have to do more, but I don't know what I don't know. So this is exactly. where we get in touch with the Turdon to help us graduate to those next levels. Exactly, exactly. And not based on YouTube University, Clubhouse uh, philosophy. Hello. Not based on theory, but based mm. on results. Like my the the eight years I've been in business, it's been blood, sweat, tears. I've spent hundreds of thousands in my own uh, coaching and development. I've spent um, countless amount of times and people can see it on my Instagram. I'm in, I'm on a mountain somewhere meditating. I am like in the Valley. I am doing all of these things, uh, myself because of what is required to get there. And so I can coach from a real place. I don't, I can't, I don't want to teach from a place of, Oh, I saw this and I saw it work for so-and-so. So let me tell them how to, how to do that. And I don't even know how to do it myself. No, no theory, just straight, like results oriented type of coaching. I love it. It's the integrity for me, y'all. It, it's it's <laughs> moving mountains. That's why she's on the show. That's why I picked her y'all. Um, okay. So, so many of us service-based entrepreneurs, we launch and launching works. And right. then we hit this wall where we never actually become business CEOs. We stay stuck in being self-employed. Why is that? Why do we never get past just owning a job? <laughs> so most times people don't get past owning a job and stepping into CEO role is because they're not charging enough. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> now, you know, I love raising the price. So good. Yes. Y'all get That's closer. That's your hat. That's why Lean I in. <laughs> Lean in. <laughs> Lean in. Write this down. It's about to be good. You know, it's I like raising because- the price. It's because people are not charging enough. If you are not being able, if you're not able to automate and delegate, it's because you are not charging enough. If you're not raising your price, usually it's a mindset issue. We go back to the inner work. What is it about yourself that you feel unworthy or that someone is not going to pay you for what you are putting out there into the world. Um, There are people that are waiting for the solution that you have. And there are people... Here's the thing. If you go into a doctor's office and the doctor listens to you because you have an issue, they they ask you more questions, they diagnose you based on what you've said, and um, and then they give you a prescription that is going to help solve what you're doing. You don't look at them and say, how much is this? Or say, oh, that's too much money. No, you pay them because they are helping you solve a critical problem. So you are the doctor of your marketplace. If you articulate your value, there should be no reason why you shouldn't be able to raise your price to be able to charge what you need to charge to develop your business as a CEO. As a CEO, it's it's your fiscal responsibility for yourself and your family to charge what you need to charge so that you can hire the people that do what you don't do well so that you can stay in your zone of genius. Oh, I love it. 
I love it. I don't know how to co-sign it more than saying I love it. It is my fiscal responsibility to raise the goddamn price. Y'all, I, just, <laughs> yes. I tell you guys that all the time, but Terdon put it so eloquently. Like, I love that so much. This is why... I mean, there's nothing wrong with solopreneurship. I am a solopreneur, but I don't plan to be for long. This is not my long-term plan. I plan to get to a point where I've got a team and a team underneath that team so that I I only talk to one person every single day and they filter everything through that human being. We can never scale. We can never get to seven figures. We can never get to eight figures. We can never play with the big dogs and compete with others if we don't do more charge more have more and require more plain and simple i could not agree more you guys on the episode um with tatiana o'hara we were talking about doing that task matrix figure out the things that you are not good at figure out the things that you do not like to do start there hire somebody out uh upwork it fiver it do what you gotta do but you cannot be doing all of these little teeny tiny tasks that are keeping y'all away from the bag the raise the hat price uh raise the price hat i will link it of course in the show notes but you guys know i believe in that completely we have got to get past just owning a job like it's there, there's levels and there's more to it than that okay So I love digital marketing, especially social media. Everybody knows I love Instagram. Um, Can you talk to me about the role that digital marketing can play in small businesses and why should we be prioritizing it? (laughs) One word, pandemic. (laughs) When the pandemic hit, who who knew that that was going to happen? Nobody knew that that was coming. But the people that I saw thriving the most were the people that were already digital. The reason why my business doubled and why I actually am multiple seven figures this year is because of digital marketing. Um, and, And it just allows you to be able to have the freedom in a way and to reach a demographic and help uh, help people in a way that is allowing you to work smarter and not work harder. Um, when you're not taking things and, and having digital products, when you're not having things that are able to, that you're able to record one time and it makes money for you forever. If you're, um, if you're not creating things in the digital space or showing up in the digital space and growing your audience there, where we have 7 billion people in the world, we have 7 billion people in the world, there, there's no reason why you shouldn't find the, the however many people that is your tribe that needs your solution that you can, that you can reach and that see you as the authority online and they do business with you. Um, I'm doing a, I'm doing a, my three-day retreat. And when I looked at the registration, I'm like, I have people coming from 12 different cities into Cleveland just because of my digital presence. And they've never, I, I've been working with uh, this young lady for about about three years now and have helped her grow her business exponentially. And she flew down to hear me speak in Atlanta. I'm like, wow, this is the first time that I've met you and you live in DC. Like this is my first time meeting you, but yet I've helped you um, in all of these ways where you're, you know, you're coming down to make sure that, you know, we do connect. And so digital marketing opens the world up for you. It makes the world smaller so that you understand, like I can literally reach anyone. And there are people that need me all over the world. Mm, a message I could not agree more I love that so much especially because like when I teach Instagram marketing and when people tell me oh I don't want to use Instagram or it's too hard or I don't know how to figure it out and I'm like so you mean to tell me you could reach two billion people 
365, including your ideal customers for no money and you don't want to do it? <laughs> right. I At that point, I don't know what else to say. I don't know how else to sell you that you can reach your dream targeted ideal customer for free anywhere on planet earth 24 7 365 and you ain't into it well right. i don't know I, then i'm lost i can't help you at that point <laughs> digital marketing all the way and for the people who are scared to get into the game i hate to break the news to you but life is not going in the other direction it's only going to get more digital y'all busy holding on the blockbuster and netflix is killing it like we got to let that go you got to change and adapt and roll with the times and we're millennials right these gen zers oh they definitely not they're not going to nothing physical you can stop booking all the conference (laughs) halls they are not going if you build your business on you know in-person events I'm just going to pray for you for the long run because digital is where it's at is only going to continue to grow and you can use both strategies just because you go digital does not mean that your entire physical presence is done. Do you think that's a fear for people? They think they have to do digital or do physical events. Um, I think sometimes people get stuck, like you said, in their ways and they're not adaptable. Um, That's what has killed several industries because of not being adaptable. I think both have their place. Um, I definitely, definitely believe that you need to build digitally first before, because the audience, like that's the part that I feel like people miss. The part that people miss is if you're launching and you have no audience to launch to, then you're just going to hear crickets. A lot of people want to hurry up and get to launch, but they have no audience built to launch to. And it's yep. a numbers game. It's, it's going, you're only going to close a percentage of people that you have, um, that you've built this audience on. And because of that, digitally growing your audience is the way to go. So that if you do have an in-person event, like I said, like I have an in-person event, most of my people are coming from out of town because of the digital presence and the audience that is built. So they work hand in hand, but I would not suggest you doing anything um, in person if you have not taken the time to build an online presence and nurtured your audience that you already have in front of you that are easily accessible to you online. You heard it from the expert, y'all. I agree. I agree. All right. Now I want to talk about Clubhouse. Okay. That's how I initially found you. Um, I was searching for content about Clubhouse on Instagram. And there probably, when I looked this up, there might've been 500 posts about Clubhouse and yours was in there. And I said, oh, it's a black girl. I'm clicking on her. Of course, you know how we do. We click on our own. So (laughs) it's a really special platform. What do we need to know about using Clubhouse for our businesses, for our brands? The thing you have to know about Clubhouse and the reason why I've done so well on Clubhouse is because I went in there with a strategy. Um, The reason why I was able to make it in Forbes this year, the reason why I I closed two movie deals this year, the reason why I just closed Verizon contract for almost close to a million dollars this year is because of the positioning that I I went uh, and the strategy that I had when I went to Clubhouse. And so um, it's really about positioning, positioning yourself as an authority and looking for, um, I, I, I subscribe to the belief of, understanding the rules of your industry and then going and breaking them so that you can look at it in a different way because me looking at clubhouse in a different way there were a million marketers and well not quite a million because it wasn't that big but there were like tons of marketers and tons of branders on there and I'm like 
yeah, forget all that. Like whatever they're doing, I want to do something different than what they're doing. Um, and so then that's when I created a whole platform for business owners that want to understand how to use Clubhouse to generate leads for their business. And nobody else was thinking of that. But because of creating that platform and because I, I, I hurried up and built around it and I was not afraid to execute the idea, which a lot of people don't get ideas. And then when someone else executes it, they're like, hey, that was my idea. But who did it first? Period. <laughs> and yes. so I executed the idea. And then that's when people started reaching out to me like, I love your positioning. I love what you're doing over here is because I understood what everyone else was doing. And then I went and looked at it in a different way. And so a lot of times, um, you know, the positioning piece, you know, having the right offers, having a way for people to go into your funnel. I built thousands of people on my list off Clubhouse because they wanted to be a part of the community that I built for business owners. But that was my target demographic. So I was building a community for the people that, that I work best with as well. So it worked hand in hand. It wasn't something that was totally, totally different than what I was already doing. I just took it and applied it to um, something new that had just, you know, transpired online. And so having that positioning, position, positioning as an authority. So as soon as I did that, I made sure that my bio matched. I made sure that the content that I put on my um, on my Instagram page matched because they're they're linked together. Mm -hmm. So anyone that was finding you on Clubhouse, they're immediately it was cohesive. going to your Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so making sure that the messaging is clear and making sure that um, people know you for what you want to be known for, and and it's not confusing, and your stuff doesn't look doesn't look in a way that does not position you as an authority um, is, is super, super important. And so going in there with a the strategy, knowing how I wanted to be seen, knowing who I wanted to connect with. Sometimes we miss out on things because we just don't know who's in the room. That's physically or digitally. Sometimes we don't know who's looking at us or who's in the room. And um, uh, one example, CEO Michael Stelzner of Social Media Examiner, which is the largest social media platform for social media marketers online. He went into the room. There's 30 people in the room. I'm on stage talking, but when I clicked on his thing and I saw who he was, oh, I gave my best. Right. You my know. best tips. <laughs> yeah. The next thing I know, the next month, he's flying me to San Diego as the clubhouse marketer um, and expert for social media examiner because, and the, the, his exact words was, I love the way that you're positioning yourself on clubhouse. And so positioning and strategy is really, really key when it comes to anything, um, when, when it comes to showing up on Clubhouse, because when people see you as an authority, when they hear what you're saying and it matches what it is that they're seeing online and it matches the results that you're, you're getting for people, then they're automatically going to, to uh, you're going to pique their curiosity and they're going to want to know more from you. And then that's when the offers come into place, having something, an offer in place, whether it's a, a community that you built, a freebie that you have, um, um, some kind of digital product that lets them further engage with you and deepen that relationship to get them on your email list, on your tech subscriber list so that you can nurture them. Um, then, you know, those are the steps that need to happen. Uh, and those things need to be automated as much as possible too, so that you are working smarter and not harder. Oh, I hope y'all wrote that down. <laughs> I hope you were <laughs> taking notes because that was game. That was game. And what I really took away was clarity and cohesion. Mm -hmm. So customers, or excuse me, leads do not become customers when they are confused. People need to have a very clear path between what you do, who you are, and how they can pay you. 
plain and simple. So you have to have absolute clarity on your messaging. And when you're not clear, guess what? Leads absolutely aren't clear and you are scaring the money away. Behind that, everything needs to be cohesive. Don't tell me you're doing X, Y, Z on Instagram and then you're doing A, B, and D on Facebook and then you're doing W, Q, and Y on Clubhouse. (laughs) I need some cohesive. Make it make sense. I want all the channels to work together like People want to be serial entrepreneurs. They want to be a jack of all trades. They want to do 7,000 things. We all do. You don't think Terdon wants to do 9 million businesses? She does. But this one is going (laughs) platinum. This one is paying all the bills. This one is putting her in Forbes. So we have to concentrate on that one thing. We have to master that one thing. And then later in the game, we can outsource and branch out and do 500, 500 other activities And then lastly, what I love and what I want my listeners to pay attention to is it is okay and actually fantastic to be an early adopter. Y'all don't have to wait for a platform to become Facebook before you engage with it. You see, Tardon took advantage of a brand new platform that nobody knew about, that nobody was um, massive on, and she built her position and she got in the door early in the game and then built Clubhouse Daily on top of that. But that position is not going to be available forever. So it's okay to be an early adopter. Even in platforms come and go every day. Sometimes they fail. You never know what Clubhouse is going to turn out to be. But look how she's capitalizing on that platform while it's hot. That is major. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love what you said because, um, yeah, a lot of people don't realize the concept. People want to have a, a million hustles. And a lot of people don't understand the concept of, you know, when you go to a general practitioner, then they're getting paid one amount to, to just understand everything. But if you go to a heart surgeon, they are the ones pulling up in a Ferrari because they have mastered one particular niche. And I always tell, I tell my clients all the time, the riches are in the niches. Yes. Say it again. (laughs) Tell them again. They don't listen to me. You tell them. I don't know. The riches are in the niches. Like I started out as a freelance graphic designer and then I started understanding branding more and then learned more about digital marketing. And so I combined the two, but it was still all over the place. And so I'm like, oh yeah, we can do everything. We can, oh, you need, you need a flyer. Oh, you need a menu or you need this, you need that. And I'm, you know, doing all these things, but there was no way for me to sustain it with all the processes and systems needed to deliver on all of these things. And so I'm like, what can I, what can I do that can, uh, cause the highest form of transformation. I don't want to do any more band-aid things. I don't want to just do a logo for someone. I don't want to do things that I know is not going to help their business grow. I want to be able to show up and cause the highest transformation for my clients. And I have to niche down to do this. So I'm tossing out everything and focusing on this one thing, but I quadrupled my price though. And I also was able to make, make it to seven figures by doing that. I love that y'all I'm clapping in the background you can't see me but I'm over here clapping for her because the niches man that's where the riches are that's where the money is that specialty is everything you already know y'all listen to this podcast you know what I'm about okay before we get too deep into the rest of the questions even though this entire episode is a massive get rich tip give me the get rich tip of the week what should the people be doing with their finances? And by the people, I mean me uh, asking for myself, what should we be up to? So the thing that, um, the thing that I would say that you should be up to is 
um, not only building an audience, but building the right audience. Um, I would say when it comes to raising your prices, a lot of times people don't realize that they need to switch their audience as well. And so when it comes to, um, to raising their prices, a lot of times they'll still try to market to the same people that they were marketing to that weren't able to pay them before that Ooh. needed payment plans that did, that wanted the most, but paid the least amount of money. Ooh. And so, <laughs> oh, <y'all>. because, <laughs> yes. Yes. so because of that, um, a lot of people don't realize, like, I need to elevate my audience with the price point. And then you need to elevate the experience that you're giving to your, your clients. So if you're going to raise your price, make sure you're elevating the experience that you're giving. Um, make sure it's a red carpet experience. And so what that requires is you need to invest on that level that you're requesting. So if you're investing on that same level that you're requesting, you can see how someone else does it on that level. So then you then you know how to implement the same thing in your business. But I would say too, on top of that is knowing, knowing how to position yourself. So really, um, I would say knowing the, um, knowing what you want to be known for, and then creating a signature system. What system do you use to get people from point A to point Z? Because that is your intellectual property. So when you trademark that, people have to license your knowledge from you on how you get people to a transformation. This is why I just closed two movie deals because I came to them with the marketing strategy that they had never heard before. And I'm trademarking that and taking it to all the other film companies for them to license it for use. And I get paid off of these two movies for Ever. My kids get paid, my grandkids get paid, all of it because of my intellectual property. So I would say um, make sure that you're, and that allows you to be able to elevate your positioning by just being an authority, having your signature system, or I call it the method to your madness, and to be able to articulate that in a way that allows you to be able to command the dollar amount. Um, when I closed the two movie deals, they came to me with one price. We negotiated for four weeks. I told them double it and I need a percentage of the movie forever. And I closed those deals because they needed what I had. And so you have to understand your value and you have to stand on that. You need to make Say it, it with um, your chest. Yes. Make <laughs> it proprietary so that you can license it out to other people for use and um, understand your positioning and be able to make sure that that matches how you're showing up in every way, online, offline, um, so that people know you for that thing. I have nothing to add because, yep, she nailed it. She nailed it. That's it. You cannot <laughs> be marketing to the same people who didn't want to pay you $14.99. They're not going to pay you $1,400. You know, it's just not going to happen. Not We're wasting happen. our time. We've got to elevate the customer service. We've got to elevate the systems. We've got to elevate the website. Everything has to go up your presence, yes. your energy, your mindset, everything has to go up when the price goes up. We can raise the price, but you have to justify that with your level of service. Agreed, 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 agreed. Okay, so this question is going to be really special to me personally, just so you know. How do we make more money in our businesses without spending more time in our businesses? <laughs> so that one, it, it just goes back to raising the price because <laughs> love it uh, and having those systems and processes like really sitting down and and a lot of times we want to delegate to people we want oh, I need help I need help but you haven't sat down and got everything out of your brain you need like the the what 
caused me to be able to elevate in my business in a way that I have is because I fired myself from all of the things that I was not good at. And in order to fire yourself, you have to say, how many roles am I playing? What do these roles look like? These need to become positions in my company. And so you need to understand what that process looks like. And it's as simple as, because sometimes we overcomplicate that, like, oh my gosh, I have to write all these things out. No, like it really is. Okay. Step one, when I do this, step one is is how I do it. So um, when I, when I onboard people into my business, then step one, I uh, collect their information in my CRM. Step two, I set up a scope of services and I outline what they're getting. Step three, I uh, I send them out a contract. Step four, I send them out an invoice. Step five, once they pay the invoice, I put them in our system. Like, it's just really a matter of step one, step two, step three, step four, step five for every single area of your business, because then um, you can use something called Loom, loom.com that will allow you to be able to record that process for whoever it is that you're bringing in so that when you're bringing them in, they're not just twiddling their thumbs and they're not just wasting money and they're not understanding, they're not uh, not having an understanding of what they're supposed to be doing, but they're actually implementing these things that you put in place. And then that allows your business to be scalable or sellable. If someone wants to buy your business, do you have systems and processes in place? Um, my friend Connie says it best when she says, you know, uh, a lot of times our grandmas were the best cooks in the family. They cooked all these great recipes, but because they didn't write them down, nobody, nobody in the family knows. knows how to <laughs> duplicate that that process. Right. And so you're creating this, this masterful gumbo with this um, with the business that you're building. And so would someone know how to come behind you and do what you've done to, to, to do it so well in your industry? Or would they be confused on what it is that you're doing? And so- having those processes and having those systems allows you to work smarter because you're able to automate, delegate because you are the CEO of your business. Um, Me, I'm like, I don't like managing people. I'm not good at it. So that's why I have an operations manager. Like I'm not good at a lot of things, but what I am good at, I'm good at. And when I want to stay in my zone, I stay in my zone there because I have the support I need because they know exactly what it it requires for us to run the business the way it needs to be run. If I want to leave uh, to Peru for a month, which I'm leaving for Africa for two weeks, I'm going to Peru for a month. And I'm doing that with my business still running and intact because of these processes and systems. So I'm working smarter, but I'm still able to earn at a high level because of that. Working smarter and not harder. It's my love language. I fully support that. Y'all and Loom is free. You can get a Loom account for free. Loom is free. No excuses. Figure out the things you don't like. Figure out the things you are not good at. Uh, Figure out what that process looks like because you've been doing the job loom it outsource it that's what vas are for that should be your first hire i mean turdons give you the full play-by-play you guys have no excuses at this point uh what type of products should we be considering adding to our portfolio as service providers like digital products should be we be adding speaker fees physical products what type of things should we be adding or looking to add into our businesses um I would say definitely having some type of program or course, um, something that you create one time that you can continue to expand upon that does not require you to be present to deliver on it. 
um, that that will allow you to be able to um, to articulate what your what the method to your madness is to whoever you need to explain it to. Because a lot of times people will do one on ones or like uh, work in these capacities where they're repeating themselves over and over and over and over and over again. Whereas you can get it out one good time, you can create a, a book. You can a physical book. You can create a digital book, uh, a digital ebook. You can create a course. You can create a program. I I lean toward high ticket programs because it gets you to your revenue goals faster. Um, you know, I've seen I see my clients making 50, 75, 30,000 a month <laughs> because they they went high end. But at the same time, too, just having digital products, period, um, and having those things in place, having something that allows you to. Here's the thing. Your marketing should do 80% of the heavy lifting for you. By the time someone gets on the phone with you, it should be just whatever questions it is and closing them out. Uh, and, and digital products allow you to be able to do that. It allows people to see into how you view things, what your solution is, how you solve that problem for them without you having to open your mouth and say it over and over and over and over again. And so I would say um, having some type of digital product or course is essential for um, allowing people to to engage with you and deepen the relationship with you um, on whatever level that is, whether it's a course, whether it's an ebook, whether it is um, something like a, a PDF, maybe it's a cheat sheet, um, any of those things would be able to help people to be able to understand your methodology, deepen the relationship with you, and then eventually convert into some type of client. Mm, here for it. I would like to shout out my ultimate drop shipping program, my uh, high ticket course, because yes, because clearly I agree. And she's 2000% right. Instead of doing these one-to-one -one calls constantly where you are answering the same set of questions back to back, um, put that stuff in a course, put it in an ebook, put it in a digital. There are like 70 different types of digital products. I will link a list for you guys in the show notes. But that digital product money is game changing. When you realize that you can make a product one time and get paid for it essentially for the rest of your life with no overhead, I just can't think of anything better. Like it is a win, exactly. win all the way around. Okay, so you dropped a little nugget on Instagram recently and you've touched on it here a little bit today. Mm -hmm. And you said that you are about to be a part of a major movie product project, excuse me, around, I don't know, the greatest book of all time. And I am shooketh. Like I already, thank God this podcast was already scheduled because girl, we was going to have to move stuff up. But can you tell me, tell the people about the movie project, tell yeah. them about the greatest book of all time. I mean, I talk about it on every episode, so they should already know what we're saying, but let, drop it for the people. So Think and Grow Rich is one of the most read and widely spread and uh, purchased books of all time. Period. Uh, for some it's entrepreneurs. Yes. For some entrepreneurs, they, you know, it's the Bible. It's the Bible. Yep. <laughs> so it is. Think and Grow Rich in, in terms of, I know you heard me say earlier, in terms of mindset and in terms of alignment and, and uh, the inner work that is needed to be able to overcome whatever you need to overcome in order to um, or acquire success or wealth or um, any of those things, that is, you know, one of the best books ever. And so um, with Think and Grow Rich, 
the director saw me in Forbes and uh, again, looked up, I think Clubhouse or something along those lines and found me in there um, and was like, my intuition led me to you. I'm like, like, of course it did. (laughs) Of course your intuition led you to me because this is the work that I do, um, you know, on on my own. This is what I've been manifesting. And so um, and so he reached out to me to be the producer and lead marketing strategist for Moms uh, for Thinking Grow Rich, Moms Rising. They already did the first Thinking Grow Rich movie, and um, that did extremely well. And they have they had millions of people watch that movie. And now we're doing Thinking Grow Rich, Moms Rising about moms who have overcome adversity to be able to think and uh, create wealth and success for themselves. But then um, after we started working on that. They came back to me like, you know, we really want you on Thinking Grow Rich, A Black Choice, which is based on another bestselling book by Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, who uh, talks about a black choice of how uh, black people can have overcome adversity to be able to think and create wealth for themselves, which I feel like is just the blueprint for my life. And so, of course, I was crazy honored to be a part of those two movies. Um, the, The people that we are securing for these movies is like, a dream come true. Um, this is the first film project that I've worked on. I have uh, I have experience as an executive producer for a show here in Cleveland, What's Good Cleveland, that I actually thought of and created myself um, earlier, like uh, 2015 or 16. And so to be able to be a part of this project because of everything that I've told you in this podcast, positioning myself, making sure I'm showing up as an authority, um, making sure that Uh, everything that I'm saying aligns with the things that I'm doing and thinking outside the box. Because again, this is another situation, just like Clubhouse, where I took a look at what they were doing, um, said we can do it differently. And they loved it. And now I'm trademarking that as my own process for a new way to market things in the film industry. So I'm super crazy excited about it. I go to film for that at the end of this year after my retreat. And so, um, yeah. <laughs> that is absolutely massive. It's it's massive to be producing a film, period. But for it to be for the goddamn Bible. Like, y'all, I just... <laughs> I'm just overwhelmed. I just was not prepared. That literally stopped me in my tracks when you said that on Instagram. Think and Grow Rich is the manuscript for 10Xing your life. This Mm -hmm. is how you manifest everything that you want. This is how I have made my wildest dreams come true with more ease than I can even explain. Unless you are Mm -hmm. a person who has read the book, it's just unbelievable. It don't make sense, but (laughs) it's true. And my life is a receipt that it is true. And then, hello, come on somebody. (laughs) And then to multiply that by Think and Grow Rich, a Black choice. I'm telling you, if you have read the original book and your skin is Black like mine, when you read this other book, it's just it just takes everything to a deeper level because it multiplies it by the unique challenges and um and diverse set of problems and and mindsets that us as black people in America have to overcome and deal with to make it to this think and grow rich level but i promise you it is in a library near you buy the hardcover the paperback 
read it every night, read it to your kids, read it to your man, read it to your mama, because this is the form you love. These people are not hiding no gems. They put it all in this book. And now Tardon is going to help them bring it to life on a big screen. Like, girl, that's about as big as it could get. I don't know what else, <laughs> unless Jesus is calling you on Clubhouse. I don't know what else you can achieve. For me, this is, you made it. That's, you're, you're done. Yeah, yeah. And the movie not yeah. even out. And I, that's how excited I am for you that this is happening. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Between that and this Verizon deal that just closed, I'm just like... Winning. <laughs> that's why it took me four months to get you on the show. Because <laughs> this is booked and busy. I love that so, so, so much. So proud of you. Cannot wait Thank to you. see that. Um, I've got two Thank more you. questions for you. I will, because I know you got to get on the phone with Verizon because she's booked and busy. Um, <laughs> positioning. Give me, and I know you love this word. I am learning mm -hmm. to love the word as I get deeper into my business. Mm -hmm. um, it helps people understand who we are, what we do, so we can you know, raise the price, so we can live the life we want, so we can build the business of our dream. Give us a few tips on positioning and clarity in our businesses. So the positioning piece is, is, is I, I would like to say it's like one of those things where you have to slow cook it almost like a, like on a crock pot because of the importance of it. If you are not spending the time that is needed there, then it will show up when you try to show up because Ooh. people will not connect with you. And so it really boils down to you knowing your perfectly aligned audience. And so the perfectly aligned audience, like you, it goes beyond demographics. You really need to know the psychographics of that audience. You need to know what is keeping them up at night. Um, what the hell, what, what shows are they watching? What, uh, I, I, I like to know, I'm like, not in addition to what shows are you watching? What are you scrolling through and looking on, looking at it on Instagram? I need to know what the vernacular is or what the, what the language is that you're using to describe um, what it is that you're going through. I, I have a whole, I have six spreadsheets. One of those spreadsheets is dedicated to being on Clubhouse and just listening to my audience go up on stage and ask questions so I can write those questions down and create content around it. And so understanding your audience in a deep way, understanding what it is that is stressing them out, that is causing them to feel like they're a failure, what is causing them to, to, um, to feel like uh, if this problem is not solved, that, you know, everything is off the table. Like they, they're, they're going to have to shut down whatever it is that they're doing like getting that deep. When we talk about the heart surgeon, again, we talk about someone who is specialized in being able to know something so intricate. If, if it is one false move that they do, the, like it's a wrap for whoever it is. And, and so they have to know the heart so intricately well that like they understand if something does go awry, they understand exactly what it was. They understand exactly how to fix it. 
you have you are showing up as that in your industry so understanding your audience in such a way that you know what makes them tick what their desires are what it is that um what it is that they cannot live without what it is that uh, that uh affects them in their career in their love life in their joy um their happiness their peace what it is that like getting that deep with the audience is so important for positioning um the only reason why i'm able to i close 80 percent of the people that get on the phone with me. Um, the, the reason why, you know, people seek me out to work with me is because I know their language. Because at one point, a lot of times we are our biggest customer. Yep. We had to overcome whatever was you. Is. Yeah, that was me at a certain point. And so I know it intimately well, but I've understood how to articulate it as well. So that I, I understand what the problems are of people that are going from, you know, um, right at around six figures to seven figures. I understand that it's usually, you know, it is usually solopreneurs that have not built a team that do not have those processes and systems that are in feast and famine mode. So they're going off word of mouth and referrals because they haven't automated how to get people in leads into their business every day and convert them into sales every day. And so because of that, they're relying on uh, broken systems. And so they, they spend time to, to get clients, they get those clients to have to deliver on it while they're delivering on it. They realize, that that at a certain point, like, oh, snap, I got to go get more clients because now I'm running out of money while I'm delivering on these products. And so now I have to hurry up and deliver over here. Now I got to go back and go get more clients because there is no system in place. And these are real problems that keep people up at night because it's like, you know, man, I feel overwhelmed and I feel overworked because, you know, I'm, I'm spending so much energy here and I'm doing things that I'm not passionate about. I have no help here. So I'm the administrator. I'm customer mm. service. I'm mm. billing. I mm. am I am the, the person that is delivering on this. I am the expert too. I am, you know, all of these things, all these hats that are being worn and you're worn out. And so, and so I Understanding those things about my audience allows me to be able to say like, okay, because I know what that feels like, I can really create a solution. I understand that people usually when they go to coaches, they, um, the coaches tell them all the stuff that they need to tell them, but then they're left with having to figure out four or five people to hire to actually help them implement what the coach is telling them, or they hire agencies and they don't know what the hell the agency is doing because no one is coaching them through that process. So they couldn't duplicate it if they want to. So mm -hmm. I put those two things together and I, I know that I know for a fact that I'm one of the only coaches that actually has an agency that actually helps my clients. Uh, and right now I'm at the people that go through my program is at a hundred percent launch rate. I don't know any other coach in the industry that has a hundred percent launch rate and gets their clients, their money back within 60 days that they invest. And so I, I look at what people are doing and I see what the holes are there. I see what my audience is saying. I see where people are not filling that gap and I create something for them. And so that positioning piece, understanding those things about your audience, about the industry, about what the, what the pain points are, about what's, what's keeping them up at night. What is it that they, if they don't get this problem solved, it's going to end it for them. So like understanding that and then showing up as that big, making sure that your messaging aligns with that, making sure that people know that you are the person to help solve that problem, making sure that you are polished in your appearance. I don't do, uh, I make sure that anything that I put online, it is polished and it is presented well. So from professional photos to videos to the editing that goes into it so that people know that 
I am the real deal in my space. I'm not going to just let something just, you know, go up just because of, you know, I know I need to get something put up. No, I think about all of those things. And then when it comes to, um, also the, your messaging, the, the, um, the method to your madness, what is it that separates you from someone else in your industry? It's, it's a million people that are doing what it is that you're doing. If you don't know the value that you bring to the marketplace, if you don't have the things to show that you know what, the things that you bring to the marketplace and that value that you're adding, then that, that also messes with your positioning as people can say like, okay, well, you're saying this and you say that you have a solution, but they have a solution too. Like if someone has a cold, what happens is because there's three steps in the buyer's journey. So you have awareness, consideration, and you have decision-making. So when people are aware of the problem, if I'm aware, <clears throat> I have a cold, I have something, you know, that I have to, I have to get rid of this. Then I'm going to go Google. How do I get rid of a, I got to go speak in three days. So how do I get rid of a cold in three days? So I'm aware of this problem. And then it's going to pull up 10 different things that I can do that, that allows me to be able to get rid of this code in three days. So now I'm considering, okay, which of these options, because I'm in the consideration stage, which of these options are going to be the best for me, for what I need right now that aligns with, you know, what, what it is that I want to do to help get rid of this code in three days. And so it's going to boil down to what your messaging is. It's going to boil down to the results that you've gotten that prove that you know that you can do this thing. And then it's going to boil down to, okay, what do I align with the most out of all of these this, uh, all of these considerations that I have? And then usually the tipping point is the case studies and the testimonials and the way that you're able to prove that you're able to get those results. That's what helps people to make that decision uh, with you versus someone else. And a lot of times that comes with being vulnerable, sharing your story, because sometimes people, it's just that they like you more than the other person because you were vulnerable enough to share your story. You were vulnerable enough to put it out there. You were, you were able to be able to share how people have gotten results with you. Um, and so all of those things help people to make a, de a decision with you to actually convert them into a client. So all that of those is go major. into positioning. <laughs> that is, that means that we all got a lot of homework to do. Uh, <laughs> But my students, you guys should be ahead of the game. And the reason is, I tell you this every single day of my life. If you don't know your target audience, you don't have a business, you have a hobby. Like plain okay. and simple. If you are out here picking colors and fonts and systems and, and platforms and they're all based on nothing or they're based on what you like or instead you of based like, on yeah. your customer avatar and based on your target mm -hmm. audience baby you are setting yourself for the setting yourself up for the okie dokie you need to know your target mm -hmm. audience like you know your mom you need to be able to tell me like you said her favorite tv show what color nail polish does she get does she like to go to brunch does she like to go to the club is she single does she have kids um, you know, what did she go to a HBCU? Tell me everything about this person. Once mm -hmm. you can do that, I swear to you, everything will get easier in your business because Absolutely. you are able to make decisions based on this small section of human beings, what they like, what they know, what they hate. Like you said, what keeps them up at night, everything you do will be centered around them and they will have no choice, but to give you their money because right. you know what they need. And exactly. you have made products for them. It is a win-win. Instead of trying to, you know, climb this uphill battle, master your audience, master audience targeting and make everything based around that.
Agreed, 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 honey. I love it. Um, lastly, I need a get rich read. Now, obviously, I've just told them that they are about to read Think and Grow Rich, a Black Choice cover to cover. But yes. in addition to that, do you have a book for the people to get them together? I would suggest that everyone read Asking It Is Given by Abraham Hicks. Oh, girl, are we are we sisters? Are we best friends? <laughs> What's going on here? I like it. Come on, tell them about it. Tell them about it. Asking It Is Given by Abraham Hicks literally changed the trajectory of my life. I was at a place was maybe four or five years ago now um, where I was like, okay, I'm depressed. My business is failing. My kids is acting up. Either I'm going to have a breakdown or a breakthrough. Like someone's either going to have to commit me to a freaking mental institution or like I'm going to gonna have to pull through yeah. <laughs> for me to, to know that it's going to be all right. And when I read that book and I started listening to Abraham Hicks on that I was literally the creator of all of this and the power that I had and that I created what was going on at that point, I was like, oh, hold on a second. And if, if you think about a train, if you think about a train and the momentum of a train, it requires a lot for a train to take off, the momentum that it requires to go in one direction. And so when you're going in one direction, a lot of times, if, like, if you think about it, when a train even pulls the emergency stop, it takes a lot for that train to stop, to even stop in its tracks, to go in the opposite direction. And then when it goes in the opposite direction, it has to create momentum again to go in a, in a whole different way. But that is like our life lives when it's when it's time for us to change and make a big change and so for me I was a big halt for me and and then I understood like oh wow like I'm going against everything that I say that I want with what I'm saying with my thoughts with my actions and so um understanding that when I ask for things it is given but am I causing that resistance am I allowing those things to come into my life effortlessly my life is so easy now literally Ooh. the director comes to me and says my intuition led led me to you the alignment is so key and that's why my three core values is alignment profit and freedom because until you get that alignment piece i always put the alignment first my my clients know it i'm not i'm not doing anything i'm not teaching you a strategy i'm not doing anything with you about money because i could teach you all the strategies in the world but if you are None not it will alignment, work then you are not going to get it. And if you do get it, it's going to be miserable for you because you're still learning alignment. And so alignment is such a key piece for me. I I tell people all the time, like, yeah, yeah, I'm a CEO of my company. Yeah, I'm a mom. Yeah, you know, I have all these different roles I play in my life. But my number one job every day is to stay in alignment because that's where the money resides. That's where the peace, Mm -hmm. that's where the joy is, the joy resides. All of that resides in alignment. And so that book right there set it off for me. And so that's the one I would suggest. I love that. I love that. Love, 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 love. It's so true. Abraham Hicks. It's a little, it's, you, you gotta, you gotta be open-minded guys. It's, it, you know, it's a little, uh, 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 uh. I don't know how to describe it, but it's a little, uh, but once you get past the, uh, it's lit. Like It is so <laughs> deep. It is on another level. Just suspend mm. your belief in the hard facts and understand that 
everything is not meant to be understood. Some things are bigger than us. Some things are deeper than us. And you've just got to believe that there is a person who has figured some stuff out that is so deep and will change your life and work through it and just be open-minded. But that is definitely a great, great recommendation. Girl, you were worth the four month wait. You were worth the wait. (laughs) I would just go ahead and tell you, you were worth the wait. It was such a pleasure to have you guys. As you know, I am going to link all of Tardon's info in the show notes, every single way that you can get in touch with her. I got that covered. But do you have any last notes for the people before we get out of here? Do I have any last notes for the Because you gave them so much. (laughs) I need to go put my head down. So I already know that they are overwhelmed. But do you have any last tidbits for the folks? Any last tidbits for the folks? Um, I got time. Take your time, sis. I ain't got nowhere to go. (laughs) We ain't got nowhere to be. What would I say? I would say right now, wherever you are in your life, I know everything that I said could be a lot to take in strategy wise. Like you may be like, what are you talking about? But um, the, the thing that, that, that started me on this way. And the only reason why I'm able to have all these outward success stories is because of the inner work that I've done. So I I would say for anyone listening, wherever you are in your life, um, really, really, really take the rest of this or take the next few months to really do some some looking inside. Um, there's a scripture that says, seek ye first the kingdom and everything will be added unto you. But then there's a second scripture that says that the kingdom is within you. Mm-hmm. So that require that means everything that you need is within yourself. Anything that you know is not in alignment with where you want to go, whether it's people, I've <laughs> I've ended marriages, I've uh, I've kicked people out of my life, I have in, you know I have um, let things go that I never thought I would have to let go of because it did not align with the greatest, truest, highest version of myself that I knew was there. And on the other side of that, on the other side of letting go of all of those things, came everything that I could have ever dreamed of. Um, and, and to, to, to the max, <laughs> like even stuff that I wasn't dreaming of right. has come about. And, and it's because of, I, I took the time to look within myself first. So anyone that's listening and you're like, oh my gosh, where do I start? This is so much stuff. I would say, start within yourself. If you're not where you want to be, I really want you to ask yourself why. And I really want you to get honest with yourself. I really want you to look into the mirror and be real about where you are and why you're not where you want to be. And then in that you know, do whatever is required for you to get into alignment with all of these things that you want. So that when you are uh, implementing these strategies that we're talking about and all of these things, you are showing up in the, in the best form that you can show up in. Because to be honest, there's people right now that are waiting for you. There's people right now that need your gift. You literally... We don't even have, not even twins have the same thumbprint because, and there's 7 billion different people in the world. And that means that whatever you came to this world to do, you're the only one that can do it. And so that requires you to be at the highest point that you can be at in your life to be able to serve people in that way. And so I suggest if you have not taken the time to do that work, that you make it a priority, make it a number one priority. And I promise you that everything else will fall into alignment. Mm, that's the perfect place to leave it. I don't know what else to give y'all. 
That was magical. Let's get into it. Let's line our lives up properly. Let's take the path of least resistance. That's where the prosperity is. That's where the happiness is. That's where the joy is. That's where the generational wealth is. That's where the romantic love is. That's where the family love is. You know what? We're going to have to do a whole other episode just about alignment because that was just, that wasn't even the appetizer. Y'all do not know how deep it can get. I love this. I loved you for coming on this show. You did so well. Mission accomplished. Thank you, Turdon. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you I again will for having me. Guys. Thank you for Absolutely. having me. I'm like, I'm in gratitude for you because you're the only person that could have done this like this. And so Period. it's just me. <laughs> you just told me I have my own gifts and the world is waiting for it. So <laughs> Here and, we are. And I actually took your hat with me when I went to go record in San Diego. Oh, honey, you had the raise the it. price hat on? Yes. You know what? It's meant to be. It is meant to be. I love this so much. Guys, you all be good. I will see you next week back yeah. here on the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. Peace. <laughs>